every part of our beings. Today, we lift them all before you as a living sacrifice. Amen. Without you, yes, they will never function. Amen. Yes, Lord. Today, we bless your name. Bless you, Lord. That we are sound in our body and whole because you made it so. Yes, Lord. And we are grateful. Amen. We celebrate your God. Hallelujah. We thank you for you gave us one mouth. Thank you, Jesus. For a purpose to worship and to declare your praise. You, this morning, we join the 24 elders and all the angels and all of our brothers and sisters around the world yes, who believe that you are God by all by yourself yes, to worship you, Amen. to give you the praise that Amen. is due to your name. Amen. For there are many that are listening now yes, and trusting you. Yes, Lord. Father, let your grace be sufficient for them. Amen. Father, let the Holy Spirit present everyone to you. Amen perfect in the states Amen. where they can be useful to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As many that are depending upon you today, Amen. Father, meet them at the point of their needs. Amen. Let your grace be sufficient for them at all times. Let them be able to receive what your faith has provided. Yes, Father. Father, I cause every plan of the enemy concerning them. Every word I have spoken against them, I command them to fail concerning them. Every negative word or sickness, everything that the enemy has projected into their life, I command them to go right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that brings shame, pain, sickness, I cause you to your root right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I command that the healing of God by the hand of God and by the Holy Ghost make you whole. Amen. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Yes, In the name of Jesus. Amen. Everything that causes argument in your mind that causes you to doubt God and the existence of God I command be destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. That devilish spirit, that manipulating spirit, that foul spirit, I command your whole over their life is broken. Amen. In the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. Everything that says you will not go far, they are destroyed concerning you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every limitation of man, every judgment of man, every judgment of the enemy that have been written against you, I declare they are deleted right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you and I give you praise. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Awesome time to be in God's presence. We are excited for what God is doing and what God has done. For such a time like this, to be able to be present 
in person, lifting up holy hands, declaring his faithfulness with our mouths is a privilege, and we appreciate God for who he is. For as many that are around the world that are joining us, we declare that as you celebrate God, as you lift up holy hands in reverence of his name, I declare that everything that concerns you will be perfected by him in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Great Grace Ministry where the word of God is taught with simplicity and with grace. What we do and what we don't do is guided by the word of God. We invite you to join us. We are located at 225 Trader Boulevard, East Mississauga. And we are also present online, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and all the handles. So you can follow us wherever you are. And we declare that all that you seek, that God alone is able to meet. As you key into this ministry, that God will make your life beautiful and turn those expectations into a testimony for you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We worship every day like this. We worship every Sunday like this. And also we have Bible studies on Tuesdays from, nine, from 7 to 9 p.m. And on Fridays, the same time. Find time to be a part of this ministry and a part of this movement. Glory be to God. We also believe in the doctrine of giving. So we believe in offering and in tithes because the word of God commands it, not because he needs it, because he wants us to demonstrate our faith through it. So if you want to be a part of this ministry and want to be able to give to this ministry, you can do that in person by sending us the check at 225 Trader Boulevard, East Mississauga, or go to our website where you can give online, secured, and God will meet your need more than you can ever imagine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to our new month. Hallelujah. Last month was our month of celebration. What a time. What a privilege to be able to celebrate our Father. And we are thanking God that in that spirit of celebration, we have come into a new month. And today we're going to unveil what the Spirit of God has for us by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our heart is open, our minds are open to receive your word with gladness. We pray, Father God, that your word will bring the understanding. 
we impart the faith that is necessary to be able to do your word. In the name of Jesus, I submit myself to the teaching of the Holy Spirit. Speak to me and speak in me. Let your word be a blessing. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word bring liberation. Let it come with understanding and with power. Let it heal as many that are in, are in need of healing right now in the name of Jesus. Father, do that which only your word can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. The title of the message, the title of the message is The Blessedness of the New Life. The Blessedness of the New Life. The Blessedness of the new life. As Christians, we are called to live in the new life. And in this new life, we are blessed in Christ Jesus. Not because of what we did right. Not because of how much we worship but it is because of his grace, of his forgiveness, of his kindness and mercies towards us that we are called the blessed of God. A lot of people not know that in Christ Jesus they are blessed. And it's a thing to be celebrated to know that in Christ, all the fullness of God does and all the fullness of the blessing does. And when you have Christ, you have access to all of these blessings. Living in the fullness of the blessedness of God. The blessedness of the new life. The blessedness of the new life. What does that mean? It means so many things people struggle for, especially when they are Christians, is because they don't understand the blessedness of their life. Let us turn to the book of Second. Let us read from the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verse 19. We're reading from the New Living Translation. If you don't know what Christ did, if you don't understand, who we are as Christians, you will struggle with a lot of things. 
But God don't want us to struggle. God wants us to receive all that he has delivered to us by faith. To be blessed is as a result of your faith in Christ Jesus. I'll say that again. To be blessed is as a result of your faith in Christ Jesus. And that is awesome. That is wonderful. You cannot be blessed without you having faith in Christ Jesus. In the book of Galatians, chapter 2, from verse 19, Paul was writing to the, to the Galatian church, to his people of his days, the people he ministered to, the people that were Christians, who had doubts of who they were, who had doubts of what God had done for them in Christ Jesus, just as many do today. A lot of people today are in doubt. They are in doubt if actually they are blessed, if actually they are even born again. If actually eternal life is real, if actually Christ can come alive in them today, I want to make you understand that your new life is real and it comes with the blessedness of God. Hallelujah. The blessedness of the new life. Tell somebody I am blessed. And I am living in that blessedness. The blessedness of the new life. Let's see how, how Paul puts it. He said, for it was true reading. For it was true reading the scriptures that I came to realize that I could never find God's favor by trying. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, I came to realize through the word of God that I cannot find favor in no one else or in any other place except in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, I cannot find Favor outside of God's plan if it's not in Christ. Meaning, at the time he was looking, he had doubts just like any other man. For it was true reading the scriptures that I came to realize that I could never find God's favor by trying. Huh. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. A lot of people are trying to have God's favor without Christ, which is not possible. It's impossible for you to have favor without Christ. It is impossible for you to be blessed and live that blessed life. A life of peace. A life of grace. A life of all sufficiency. A life that is not dependent on what people think about you. Without Christ. And you cannot realize this outside the scriptures. For a Christian to neglect the word of God is to neglect the source of their favor. Is to neglect the source of their blessedness. Is to neglect the source of their power. Living the blessed life. Living in the fullness of his provision. Christ didn't die for nothing. Christ didn't die for me to suffer again. For me to live is gain. Hallelujah. How did, how did Paul come to know? By going to the university? Or he went to a stockbroker? Or he went to the king? He went to the governor of his days to find out how to get favored. A lot of God's children are all, they are praying every day. Trying to obtain God's favor without believing in God through Christ Jesus. If you neglect the word of God, you will miss out in the provisions of God. You will miss out in what God has provided already. And you still be asking him to provide that to you. For it was through reading the scripture that I came to realize. I came to know. I came to the awareness that it's impossible to be favored without being in Christ Jesus. Tell somebody I'm favored. Because I realize it through the scripture. I came to realize that I could never find God's favor by trying. By trying to attain it. By trying to be good. By trying to fulfill the laws. By trying. By works. I came to realize it through the scripture. My brother, my sister, pay attention to the word of God. The answers you're looking for has already been provided through the word. Until you come to the realization that all that you seek in life is embedded inside the word of God, you will struggle for a long time. 
Oh, Paul, the mighty man of God. He said, I came to realize. I came to realize. A lot of people have not realized, even in the church, that you cannot find favor outside of Christ. I will read it again. Galatians chapter 2 verse 19 from the New Living Translation. For it was through reading the scripture that I came to realize that I could never find God's favor. You can find man's favor which is limited but for you to receive God's favor, you cannot receive it by trying and failing to obey the laws. I came to realize that acceptance with God comes by believing in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. What a, what, a, what a wonderful scripture. He said, I came to realize that I obtain favor not because of my good works, not because I try to, but I obtain favor from God, the blessedness from God, because I accepted and believe in Christ Jesus. For you to be a born again Christian, you must believe with your heart. You must declare it with your mouth. And you must live accordingly to the, according to the word of God. And when you do that, the Bible says, you are a new creature. All things have passed away. And all things have become new. And in that package of that new creature, of, of, that, of that new nature of yours, is that it comes with the favor of God. It comes with the blessedness of God. And that blessedness of God is, in, is, is, is not relevant to how you feel on how, you, how, how, how people treat you. It's how much you realize. How much you know. How much you know concerning what God has provided said, I came to realize that acceptance with God, oh, hallelujah. I came to realize that acceptance with God comes by believing in Christ. That's all. In believing in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So, what did he not declare? Verse 20 will tell you. When you come to this realization that you have all that Christ died for, you become at peace with yourself. There's no longer struggle. You are free to worship God. You are free to celebrate God. You are free 
You are free. You are free. How good it is to be free to worship God. How good it is to know through the scripture the wonderful plan that God has already hashed for his children. Can you put your phone down? Paul, he said, not only did I realize that through Christ Jesus I am blessed, he said, I also realized that I have been crucified with Christ. Hey, what a statement. I said, he realized that he has been crucified with Christ Jesus. I have been crucified with Christ Jesus and I myself no longer live. No. I that used to struggle to please God. I that used to struggle to meet the standard of God. I that used to struggle with sin. I that used to struggle with how people behave to me. I that used to struggle with how to be relevant. He said, mm -mm. when did I realize who I was in Christ Jesus and what the scripture has showed me, my attitude to life changed. My attitude to worship changed. My attitude to prayer changed. Because I have been crucified with Christ and I myself no longer live. But Christ lives in me. Hallelujah. I say Christ live in me. Christ live in you if you have accepted him. Christ live in me. And the real life I now have within this body is a result of my trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I live in the blessed life. I live a blessed life. Yes. A lot of Christians don't know that they are living the blessed life. They are waiting for something else. They are looking for something else. Looking for things to encourage them. Go to the scriptures and discover who you are. How blessed you are. How mighty, how strong, how powerful you are. Because eternal life is at work in you. When you realize that it is not you that live, but Christ lives in you. It doesn't matter what you suffer in your natural body. It doesn't matter how much you have. It doesn't matter how people trust, how people treat you, but you keep trusting and believing that God, through Jesus Christ, loved you so much and he came to die for you and he gave you this new life. I live the blessed life.
I live a blessed life. I live a blessed life. He said, and the real life I now have within my body, glory to God, the real life I now have within this body, this body that you see, the real life, the real life that you see is as a result of me trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yes, this is why I celebrate God. This is why I preach the word of God. This is why I am ready to tell as many that come in contact with me how God has blessed me because he loved me and he gave his only begotten son to die for me. It's a thing to celebrate. It's a thing to be thankful for. The blessedness of the new life. Living in the blessedness of the new life is a thing you must consciously do. It's a thing you must consciously live by. It's a thing you must consciously activate. You must come to realize it. That the life that you now live is not your old life or a continuation of your old life. It is a life that Christ Jesus died and paid for. He rectified it with his own blood. Let us quickly recap from verse 19. What Paul said, one, is that he realized that you cannot gain God's favor outside of Christ. How did he find that out? Through the scriptures. Not what somebody has told him. He made effort to find out in the word of God what actually was written there. Even in the natural world, if I go into contract with you verbally, you can deny that we never went into contracts. You can change the terms of the contracts. You can do that. And nobody will hold you responsible because it was a viable contract. But God didn't do that with us. God did not only say it. God said it and he wrote it down. So that you can see the copy of the contract and he has a copy of the contract. So he cannot change it, neither can you change it. He said, if a man believe in Christ Jesus and confess with his own mouth, he shall be a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away and all things have become new. When? Now, in Christ Jesus. 
He said, because God, who is not a man that cannot lie, between, because of who he is, he made it plain. But you have to realize it. You have to realize it. You have to realize it through the scripture. That you can never find God's favor by trying and failing to obey the laws of God. And he said, I also came to realize that acceptance with God comes by believing in Christ Jesus. Have you believed in Christ Jesus? So you are accepted with Christ. You are accepted to God. And as such, you have the blessedness and the ability to live the blessed life. A lot of people think that God's favor is as a result of how long they pray and ask for God's favor. It's not. God's favor is not as a result of how long you pray and ask him for God's favor. It's not how long you ask him for it. It comes by believing because you obtain everything by faith in Christ Jesus. For instance, a lot of people will say Mary, the mother of Jesus, was very favored. Was she not favored? Yes, she was very favored. Why was she favored? Because God favored her. How many times, let me ask you, how many times did you find a place in the Bible where Mary prayed for God's favor? How many times did she ask God, please favor me? But God favored her because of the assignment. The assignment. So you have to discover what assignment God has for you. And you will find the favor to carry it out. Then you will acclaim and declare, testify to it, that you are favored because you are in Christ Jesus. Everything you must obtain must be true Christ Jesus. Then, Paul said, I also realize that the life that I now live, I live by faith. The life I now live, I live by believing in Christ. The life that I now live is not my own life. Verse 20. Let's see how he put it. He said, I have been crucified with Christ. Many, he died with Christ. I also have died with Christ. 
I died with Christ. And I myself no longer live. But Christ lives in me. And the real life I now have within me, within my body, is a result of my trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Verse 21. Glory to God. A lot of God's people, they treat the death and the resurrection of Christ anyhow. They treat the name of Jesus anyhow. They treat the blood of Jesus anyhow. They have no reverence for it because they have not come to that realization what it really means to them personally. Verse 21. I am not one of those who treats Christ's death as meaningless. Oh, what a statement. In your life, in your life, do you treat Christ's death as meaningless? You may not come out to say it to people that Christ don't mean anything to me. His death don't mean anything to me. Better your actions, the way you behave, the way you carry yourself. You have no reverence for God. You have no reverence for his church. You have no reverence for his ministers. You have no reverence for any of his doctrines. Meanwhile, you still go out there and say, I'm a Christian. How can you live a, a blessed life like that? Said, I am not one of those who treat Christ's death as meaningless. Do you know on Sundays or any day when you're supposed to be in God's presence, worshiping God, you, it is that time you set aside to walk your dog. And you said you are a Christian. It is the time for you to wash your car. It is the time for you to garden. It is the time for you. It is the time for you to go to the grocery. You know what you are doing? You are treating the death of Christ as meaningless. That is nothing, it's not important. You don't accept his sacrifice with fear. You don't appreciate how much he did for you. You insult his debts. You insult his person. You insult his name. And you insult the love of God. Is there time for you to walk to, 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 to walk your dog? Is there time for you to watch TV? Anytime you come across a preacher, you quickly flip, flip through it. I don't want to hear anything you want to say to me. They are all crooks. You are treating the death of Jesus Christ as meaningless. 
I am not one of those. Tell somebody I'm not one of those. Who treat, the, 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 who treat Christ's debts as meaningless? Never in your life treat Christ's death as meaningless. Never. Never. Treat Christ's death as meaningless. Don't allow the things he gave to you become your God. I am not one of those who treats Christ's death as meaningless. For if we could be saved by keeping Jewish laws, then there was no need for Christ to die. If we could be saved by keeping the Jewish law, there was no need for Christ to die. For if it was possible to be saved by doing, by works, it is not, it was not necessary for Christ to die. So Christ's death is meaningful. Christ's death is powerful. Christ's death brought us a new life. And that life is the life that is able to please God. Is the life that is able to worship God. Is that life that is able to trust God. How? By believing in the scripture and acting on the scripture and receiving it by faith. Hallelujah. In my life, I make sure that I think and I carry God everywhere in my thoughts. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Doesn't matter where I am. Doesn't matter what people believe around me. But I carry God within me. I know he's with me. Because he says so. I know he is my father because he says so. I know he is my healer because he says so. I know because God never lies. He loved me when I was unlovable. He healed me when no one could heal me. He saved me when I could not even save myself. Therefore, I don't take his death lightly. His death is meaningful to me. His life gave me the ability to live this blessed life. Hallelujah. What it what a time and a moment for us 
as Christians to carry this consciousness with us, living the blessedness of the new life. Don't waste your life trying to get what God has already provided. Therefore, as we enter the month of September, and by the Spirit of God, this month, I said this month, this month is our month, is our month of bliss, is our month of bliss. Hallelujah. What is bliss? What is <laughs> September is a month of please. I said, what is please? Please is the highest degree of happiness. Is the highest degree of blessedness. What did I say? Bliss is the highest degree of happiness. That is what Christ brought to us. That was your believing and trusting God. It came in with that package. September is my month of bliss. The highest degree of happiness. The highest degree of blessedness. Hallelujah. It is my month. My month of bliss. So everywhere you go, live a blissful life. Live a blessed life. Live a happy life. Live a life that glorify God. In your actions, above all in your mind, Know in the call of your heart that Christ's death is meaningful and he brought life to you. September is my month of bliss. The highest degree of happiness. How can you celebrate God and not be happy? How can you realize through the scripture that God loved you so much and he gave you this wonderful life. How can you not be happy? How can you not be blissful? So you are welcome to our months of bliss. And I declare by the Spirit of God that your life will be blissful, that your life will be beautiful. I declare that whatever needs to come together for you will come together for you. I declare in the name of Jesus, as please represent the highest degree of happiness. In this month, you will have the highest degree of happiness in the name of Jesus Christ. In your spirits, you will be happy. In your mind, you will be happy. Your body will be happy. Everything around you will be happy. Your life will be blissful in the name of Jesus. 
may the life that Christ gave you become real to you. May this life do for you what God intended them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I call him Jesus. I call him Lord. His name is Jesus. I 